Hi and welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast with me, your host, your boy, you can call me Harvey um, Big Dog Hook. Uh, in this podcast, aptly titled Podcast ni- Number 96, I think it is, uh, we have titled it, or we are going to title it, or we will experience the titling of called Believe in Yourself, You Idiot. <laughs> If you don't know who I am, my name is Harvey Hook, and I am going to be your coach, your dating relationship coach for today. Uh, And if you are new to this and you like what you hear, you might as well subscribe because it might be an amazing thing that you go through and experience. So if you are new to this, hello. If you are a regular listener, I am here to say hello, hello, hello. But this podcast is aptly titled, Believe in Yourself, You Goddamn Idiot. Um. Because it's almost like it's our job. And I mean that in the sense that when it comes to our life, you know, this is a bit of a general podcast. This isn't really about your love life, even though predominantly I'm a life, love, relationship coach, all that kind of stuff, first and foremost. But I tend to find our ability to believe in ourselves. That means our self-esteem, our ability to objectively recognize where we exist in the world is in fact a superpower that will obviously gravitate you towards high like functioning a high functioning life. So what I mean by this is it's a very simple rule and you'll understand this especially when you work with me more and more and more and more and more is that well we tend to get what we get in life tends to be a reflection of who and what we are at the time. Which means if you're feeling really 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 terrible about yourself, if you're feeling really goddamn terrible about yourself, what what tends to happen? Well, you feel, well, you tend to get terrible results. Or if you're fighting yourself, you tend to find other people to fight as well. In fact, it's with this, we can really aptly see that the results that we are getting is in fact a direct relationship and is a direct response to how we feel at the time which we might as well then start to believe in ourselves, because if we start to believe in us, then we might as well find people that believe in us too. It's, it's, it's always an interesting response. So let's, but what do I mean by this? Let's get some real world examples. Well, pretty much every time I get on a call, every time I get on a call with someone, whether it's a coaching call, someone I'm working with long term, or whether it's a call with someone who I've just met and they've claimed their free a breakthrough discovery call, you can get that at gethimhook.com. Well, basically, what tends to happen, or what I've always observed every single goddamn time, is if they're complaining about a relationship, unless they are someone who is, I guess, really new to the the world of love. And when I mean new, I mean like they're quite young or they, they've just never had any experience. Unless they're in that state, what I t- tend to find is that it literally, the the, the issues that they have with themselves... So how they're looking at themselves, how they feel about themselves, how they feel on a day-to-day basis outside of love. Well, that tends to be literally the, the, the reflection that they get from their love life. For example, someone might find that they're afraid of something. So their love life transforms to absolutely help them feel that. So it is always a direct reflection, which is why I love the whole concept of high self-esteem. Now, high self-esteem not being this this inflate your ego, try and make you feel 
up in the air to force yourself to feel good about something, which, you know, some people could call that arrogance. We're not here to talk about arrogance. We're here to talk about confidence. There is a real simple rule when it comes to your confidence right now that you can implement right this very second to start getting results now. And I mean this because you motherfuckers, <laughs> you, you goofballs, fucking believe this shit takes time. And I don't mean like, look, sometimes it does. But there's two ways to look at it. You can tell yourself things take time just because you're afraid of your own power. Or you can realize that things happen real quickly and that it's often a decision. It's an idea. It's a breakthrough. And then everything else is us discovering that breakthrough. It's the difference between, for example, someone... Like, let, let's take bowling for an example. Hypothetically, say you're a bowler, right? You, you do that bowling where you throw the ball and hit the pins. Well, there's two ways to go about it. There's, there's the point where you think, okay, I've just got to keep practicing, 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 practicing. And there, there is some truth to that. Or there's the realization that you already are a good bowler and that you're discovering that through practicing. One is trying to prove something to yourself, the other is recognizing your power already. The difference is here, it's doing versus being. Doing versus being. Because if you have to do something to feel good about yourself, what happens when you stop doing it? Well, you're done. Imagine if you were just being someone with high self-esteem. If you were being that, well, what tends to happen? Well, it's something that we call unshakable, unbreakable, indestructible. It's part of your identity. Not from an egoic standpoint, not from a standpoint of, this is who I am. If you don't believe in me, it's terrible. Not from the point where you have to put other people down to bring yourself up, but because that's naturally who and what you are. And the best thing about this stuff, and here's the stuff that I will, I'm going to get you to implement right now where you can start seeing results. You don't have to wait months and years because good things take time. Great things happen instantly. Good things take time. Great things happen instantly. So the idea here that I want to get across, that if you implement it, because you can always not implement it or not implement it fully and then be like, yeah, but Harvey said this and it didn't work. Well, you, this is the shit, right? Like, if... You can either implement it half-assed and be like, yeah, well, to prove to prove that you died, just another thing that didn't work. Or you can do it properly. You can say to yourself, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to commit to this. I'll work with Harvey. I'll do all this stuff. But the idea that you want to implement is very simply this. First of all, you are naturally someone who does have high self-esteem. You don't have to fucking force it. It's in your bloody DNA. You were born with high self-esteem. Now, the second thing is really, it's just a simple idea. When the clouds part, the sun shines. When the clouds part, the sun shines. So really, you don't need to force yourself to feel good about yourself. What I mean, like, well, like, like imagine low self-esteem is the clouds, right? If you don't have all your job, if there is a job, all the job to do, if there is a job, all the job to do, if there is a job, is to just remove the clouds. To take a look at the bullshit that's holding you back, the stories. 
In fact, some people, they're so caught up in doing, 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 doing. And all that is is a motherfucking ego boost. And then they're so interested in doing, what do they do? They learn to do it alone. Because they don't care about the results. Or they don't really want it. They're more trying to prove shit to themselves. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want that to be me. And if you're on with me in this journey, right? If you're on with me with this journey, which if you're listening to this, my guess is you are. Like, you can't listen to this without fucking connecting with me and enjoying on this journey together. But if you're on with me with this journey, you don't have to try so hard. In fact, you have to start realizing or at least telling yourself that it's easier. That love is easier. That relationships are easier. That things in your life are easier. That high self-esteem is not a matter of creating, but a matter of discovering. That relationships are not a matter of force, but a matter of finding yourself in them. In fact, that's what I I, I love. Like, If it was me, what I would really do is get you motherfuckers to, to completely forget about relationships. Just forget about it. Because clearly thinking about it isn't helping you. It's so funny. It's like every, like occasionally I'll get someone, right? Occasionally I'll get someone who is experiencing some issues probably because of their age. They're like, look, I'm getting older. It's, it's this kind of stuff. And I ask them, does, ask, does, does thinking about your age help you? They go, well, no. Well, I, well then stop thinking about your age. Because what happens when you stress yourself out? Well, then you start missing things. You start rushing things. You don't let things have the foundations they need to grow. And then what happens? They fall apart. So this is why often the slowest way is the fastest way, which is really ironically contradictory to the the concept, great things happen all at once or great things happen instantly. and, And honestly, things don't have to make sense. And I mean that real honestly, like if you're okay with your relationship not making sense, that's usually when it does. You can start to understand the ballet between the ideas and the relationship that you connect and the person that you connect with. Because the truth is, you don't need to learn so much. Like, you don't need to learn so much. Like, oh, sure, there are communication strategies. Learn the communication strategies. Apply the, commu- the communication strategies. Enjoy the communication strategies. But really, at the end of the day, if I really 100% had my way, I fucking snap my fingers And 90% of you guys who listen to this and 90% of the guys that I work with will forget about love. Now, I'm live streaming this podcast, right? And someone says, I'm scared about love. Well, what happens if you didn't care about it? What would happen? Just think. Let your mind wander. Let your mind think about it for just a moment. What would happen if it didn't matter? Right? Some people are scared about love because of what it means. Some people are scared about love because they're actually really scared about being hurt. Some people are scared about love because they're scared about commitment. They're scared about family. They're scared about rejection. But what would happen if it was completely okay if those things happened? Now, I don't mean falling in love. What I mean is, what would happen if it was completely okay getting hurt? What would happen if it was a completely okay feeling in pain? So there was a period of my life where I was avoiding pain. I was avoiding pain. I thought it was terrible. And I I find a lot of people do. They're like, yeah, but I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to feel bad. But guess what? The pursuit of avoiding pain itself is something that inspires pain. 
In fact, if you avoid pain, what happens? Sometimes you, you avoid it so much, you end up creating more pain. This is also why I say often needing to figure it out, needing to figure it out, well, pretty much creates more problems because when you try and figure it out and you're tr coming from a mental place, not a feeling place, especially love, because love is such a feeling thing. When we are hurt, it's our mind getting involved. When we are free, it's our heart expressing itself. But often when we try and figure it out a bit too much, what ends up happening? Well, we overthink it. We overdo it. We, we never, we never really truly get beyond it. Now I have a question, and I'm going to answer this question in this podcast. Someone from the live stream says, Gladystaten says, how to get out from a traumatic, which I'm assuming what you mean is how to get out of a traumatic experience. Well, I have a very extreme measure. <laughs> now, now, what people will often do is they'll resort to a doing thing. And I and I'm always I will always bring back this point. Uh, what people often do is they often resort to a doing thing. They're like, "Give me the meditation. Give me the this. Give me the that. Give me the give me the the method, so to speak." And truth be told, the method is in fact no method. And I want to say that again. The method is in fact a kind of a form of no method, which is sort of ironic because the method is no method. That in itself is a method. But I always say this, you can't go over it, you can't go under it, you have to go through it. Which means, if you've gone through a traumatic experience, step one, allow yourself to feel it. Go through the motherfucking pain. If you avoid the pain, or you're looking to cover it up, all you're ever doing is suppressing it, and that can cause future, more problems in the future. And what you really don't want is that, right? If it's traumatic... What will happen, and this is what will happen, right? As I said before, it's always a reflection of your inner world going outward, 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 always, always your inner world going outward, which means if there is a trauma that you haven't dealt with, life will consistently bring you up to that point. For example, right, then this person then um, goes on to clarify, sometimes the guy not true, so what I'm... I'm getting is, is sometimes men lie. Guess what? People motherfucking lie. The moment you get over it, right? You feel it. You're done with it. You let it go. You've surrendered it. You've you've gone through it. And you're like, okay, people fucking lie, but I can't go through my life worrying about it. I'm just gonna assume the best. That's when shit starts going. Until then, right? All you're doing is feeling the thing, right? Then it says, always promise, but not do. So always promising, but never going through. As soon as you surrender to the fact that sometimes people promise and they don't follow through, it won't be such a big deal. And when it's not such a big deal, what happens? You, you start to actually connect with people. You start to realize, okay, cool. Sometimes people don't hold their promises. Maybe I need to remind them. Maybe they didn't follow through their promises because I didn't express myself enough right? There are a number of reasons why people don't hold their promises as an example. This is almost like a real world sort of coaching. It's just a bit of an example. You know, sometimes when I'm coaching people, I do some really deep meditation stuff. Um, but sometimes people, you know, they make promises, but don't follow through. Did you fucking ask them about it? <laughs> did you follow them up? Did you, um, did you ask them, hey, you know, you promised me you'd take me for dinner. What's up with that? 
Or did you let them forget? And sure, it might be nice to not have to follow people up. But here's the stuff that I'm talking about, right? As soon as it's okay, people putting their promises, and it's okay people not fulfilling their promises, that's when you ride the line that is your being of existence. When you're okay with both ends of the spectrum, then usually the like the real you permeates it. Until then, all you're doing is dealing with that motherfucking trauma. And this goes for everyone. Because if you're in a relationship and it's not fucking working, or you're single and it's not working, the relationship that you are getting is always going to be a reflection of who you are. This does not mean that, you know, you're going to have to go do therapy. You know, what you do is get a fucking coach, right? One of the best things you can do is actually like, I have a mentor this morning. I spoke to my mentor. Fucking blew my mind. It was fantastic. It was good. Same thing that I give on to you guys. It's a giving thing, right? We flow. Energy flows through this. And when you allow yourself to help yourself, you help all of yourself, the people around you connecting with yourself and you express You just get to the real core of you. So if you're dealing with trauma, if you're dealing with issues that are stopping you from being a high self-esteem person, basically, life is going to keep throwing you under the bus until you realize, hey, I either don't like being thrown under the bus or being thrown under the bus ain't so bad. (laughs) Then you realize, hey, wait a second. These are the signs. These are the signs, right? These are the signs of what being thrown under a bus looks like. And I'm using throwing under a bus as a metaphor. Because what throwing under a bus, what that actually means is going in a bad relationship or letting people walk all over you or not saying what you actually felt like you should be saying. So there are many forms of it, but life will consistently throw you under that metaphorical motherfucking bus until you take a look at it rather than taking it personally, right? Rather than taking it personally, rather than suppressing it. Rather than suppressing the emotion, which means trying to ignore it, move on from it, you know, just go get a massage, go for a walk, all that crap, right? Do that later. Do that when you're inspired to do it, not as a way to force yourself out of it, but as a result of your natural feeling good state. Remember, when the clouds part, when the clouds part, right? When the clouds part, the sun shines truly. When the clouds part, the sun shines truly. And that's what my coaching is for. So I have one more question that I will answer, which is how to know this guy actually sincere love me the way I am. So I'm assuming what you would mean is how to know if there a guy you're dating actually sincerely loves you the way that you love yourself, right? And I'm going to answer that in just one second before I let you know some fun stuff. The first fun stuff is, as always, I have a free online course for you. You can get that at gethimhook.com. There should be a giant button. Please go on the desktop, not on your mobile phone. And that giant button says free course. If you join my email list where I send you my weekly digest of what podcasts I've done, what videos, what all that sort of stuff, if you join that, you not only get a... You get my amazing email digest every motherfucking week, but you also get my free online course called Worthy of Love. In this in this course, we talk about some of the biggest key mindsets about creating and understanding a worthiness of love. So you don't have to prove it to yourself. You can just experience it right now. And truth be told, truth be told, spoiler alert, 
It's all about discovering how worthy you are already. Now, the second thing is, if you are ready to take your commitment to yourself for the next level, and then I'm going to answer the question, if you're ready to take the commitment to yourself to the next fucking level, you can apply for a call, a free call at gethimhook.com. Again, there's a button up the top that says private coaching. In that private coaching, you'll understand that I'm actually, the key of what I do is what we call a six-week program, because doing one call is great. Doing an immersion period and everything is fantastic. I just spent five weeks solid at the gym doing, um, what was it, twice a day workouts. I'm at, in my final week, and or at the time of recording this, in my final week, and you better believe, in that five-week immersion period, I had so much more results than just dilly-dallying around. So that's what I think is really a profound way to do things. An immersion period, an immersion period. So that's what we call the six-week program. And you do that specifically with me and you can apply for your free call where you can see we can get to know each other because I don't even know if I want to do it with you. We got to have our first date before we get jump straight into bed, if you ask me. But let's answer the question. How do you know if this guy's actually sincere and loves you the way that I do? Well, the honesty is you have to trust. Like, let me ask you this. Does second-guessing yourself feel a lot better than trusting? Here's, here's the base vibration. And then we're going to go up to some real tangible stuff. Here's the basic idea. At the end of the day, how do you know when you leave your house and you're not going to get hit by a car? Well, you trust. How do you know when the person's indicating left, they're going to turn left and not ram right into you? You sort of see the signs and you sort of relax into it. You sort of trust the environment and sort of realize that maybe they're saying one thing and another. The general rule is, the general rule is, especially when it comes to creating, or like if they actually like you or not, you can't create the ideal relationship second fucking guessing yourself. And you can't create the ideal relationship thinking you're in the wrong one. So no matter what, you got to start assuming that the one you're in right now is the one for you. Even if you're single, the one you're on your quest for your love life, right? You're on your quest for your love life. How do you know if the guy's actually sincere, right? If you're in a place where you're fucking second guessing yourself, I could give you signs and you still wouldn't get it. And I mean that really fucking honestly because I see this over and over again. In fact, I have a really good story. Once I went on a, um, I did a free coaching discovery call, extraordinaire, and with this lady. And she was like, I've been cheated on a fair bit. And I go, how do you know if someone's a cheater? And it's like, well, she's, she said, well, if he's nice to you, if he's attractive, if he's handsome and he does stuff for you, well, he, he's a cheater. And I go, well, how do I know if you actually, if he's a good guy? It's like, well... If he likes you, he's attracted to you, if he does stuff for you, spends time with you, and basically it was the exact same list. The only difference is, is how we choose to interpret it. Now, how do you know if he's actually sincere and loves you? Well, sometimes we need to know that from a, a place where we're afraid. You know, we're afraid of getting hurt. So my, look, my crazy-ass motherfucking solution, my crazy solution is to get over being hurt. Not to, like, say, you know, like, you know, force yourself through it, but process it. What is it that you're actually avoiding? Because if you're not avoiding everything, right? Not This is the fun thing. More of you shines. And when more of you shines, right? You don't have to matter. It doesn't have to really worry. You don't have to worry about someone being sincere or not. Because if they're not, you're still fine no matter what. Not only are you still fine no matter what, but when you express yourself, there'll be more of you because you're not worried about if he's sincere or not. 
And when there's more of you, even if he's, and here's the fucking punchline, even if he's not sincere, and you are meant to be, and you, there is more of you passionate, high self-esteem, not worried about all the bullshit, right? What tends to happen is, well, even if he's not sincere, he probably will sincere. And the real punch line, the real, real punch line is, how do you know if this guy actually sincerely loves you the way you love yourself? Well, if you really loved yourself, you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't need to ask that question. Because if you really did, you'd only be able to attract people who loved you back the same way. They would be an expression of your self-love. And truth be told, the people who moved out of your, like the people who were insincere would move out of your life because they know that they cannot fuck with you. They can't. You're too happy. You're indestructible. You're, you're great. You're perfect. You've, ex- you've understood your perfectness. So that was this podcast on believe in yourself, you idiot. I hope for this, by the time this, that maybe at least at 1%, at the 1%, you've started to believe in yourself a little bit more or realize that you don't have to. <laughs> then often the reason why we don't is because we try too goddamn hard. If you are ready to take the jump, are you ready to see your own thing? Remember, good things take time, great things happen all at once. And usually why they take time is because we we think we have to do it ourselves. You know, if you do things yourself, you're not brave. You're just alone. Because in my in my in, in fucking my world, you can't do anything by yourself. You can't. Did you make the goddamn speakers that you're listening to this podcast in? Right? Unless you're a fucking electronical engineer, you didn't. Which means it's impossible to do things by yourself. Which means we are in a community together. The more you commune, the better it goes. So if you're unsure about what it is, look, you can always apply. Here's the thing. It's in application only. Or application and referral only, you know? Um, and even then, sometimes it's not time. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are fantastic. Never fucking forget it. Because if you do, you'll have me knocking on your door going, Oi, you. (laughs) Sort your shit out. And um, I look forward to talking to you soon. Again, if not sooner, podcast number 100 is coming along. If you have any ideas, please email me at harvey at gethimhook.com for what you think the 100th podcast should be about. Okay, bye-bye.